Welcome to City Harvest Sermon Podcast. Coming up is a word from Pastor Bobby Chow. Well, last month, I shared with the church that we live in turbulent times. Our world is rife with pandemics, wars, and economic crisis. Yet, the worst conflict of all often happens in our soul where our heart and mind are constantly at war with depression, anxiety, pain, and distress. In such turbulent times, how do we find peace? Now, in Philippians chapter 4, the Bible gave us a wonderful promise. In verse 5, it says, The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, With thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, shall we all say together, the peace of God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Now notice, the reason we can experience peace and not be anxious is because of verse 5. The Lord is near. Church, the Lord is very near. He is present with us today by the Holy Spirit. You see, and in His presence, there is peace and rest from every turmoil. You see, friends, this peace that the Bible talks about is not the absence of conflict or turmoil. You see, there is a story of a king who offered a prize to the artist who would paint the best picture depicting peace. Now, many artists participated, but there were only two that the king liked, and he had to choose between the two of them. Now, one picture was of a calm lake surrounded by peaceful mountains. Above it was a blue sky with fluffy white clouds. All who saw this picture thought that this was a perfect picture of peace. But then there's a second one. This picture had mountains too, but they were rugged and bare. Above was an angry sky with lightning and heavy rain. Down the side of the mountain tumbled a foaming foaming waterfall. Now, this did not look peaceful at all. But when the king Look closely. He noticed that behind the waterfall was a tiny bush. In the bush, a bird had built a nest. There amid the raging waterfall sat the bird in perfect peace. The king chose the second picture and he explained, peace does not mean to be in a place where there is no noise, no trouble or hard work. Peace means to be in the midst of all those things and still be calm in your heart. That is the real meaning of peace. Oh, won't you give the Lord a big hand clap? (laughs) Hallelujah. You know what? When Apostle Paul wrote Philippians chapter 4, he was under arrest, threatened with death, and probably disappointed that his ministry had been sabotaged. Yet Paul wasn't complaining. He wasn't grumbling or whining. In fact, he was encouraging the Christians in Philippi and saying, do not be anxious, guys. Let the peace of God fill your hearts and minds. How did he do it? Well, where can you find this peace? In the midst of turmoil. You see, friends, peace is found in the presence of the Holy Spirit. In the presence of the Holy Spirit. That is why Paul says the Lord is near. You see, the presence of the Holy Spirit is the key to joy and peace. In fact, God is called Jehovah Shalom. The Lord is peace. Peace is part of the nature of the Holy Spirit. 
in Galatians chapter 5, verse 22, the, it says, The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace. So peace is who He is. So where the presence of the Holy Spirit is, there is peace. But you may say, Pastor, isn't God omnipresent? If He is everywhere, why don't I have peace in my heart? Why don't I sense His peace? You see, the problem is not with God. Because the Bible tells us that He never changed. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Very often, the problem is that we are not aware. We are not conscious of His abiding presence. C.S. Lewis said, We have ignored, but we can nowhere evade the presence of God. The world is crowded with Him. He walks everywhere incognito. And the incognito is not always hard to penetrate. The real labour is to remember His presence, to attend to His presence. In fact, to come awake to His presence. Still more, to remain awake. Is the Lord with us? Yes! He is with us by the presence of the Holy Spirit. In fact, Jesus said in John 14 that the Holy Spirit abides with you forever. For He dwells with you and will be in you. Yet, we are not aware, nor give attention to His presence. So often, we are woke to Facebook and Instagram about the latest news and fashions, but doubt to the abiding presence of God. Remember the story of when Jesus was travelling in a boat to cross the Sea of Galilee with His disciples. As they were sailing, Jesus fell asleep. Suddenly, a windstorm came and they were in grave danger of capsizing. Now, the disciples were so afraid. Look at Luke chapter 8, verse 24. It says, And they came to Him and awoke Him, saying, Master, Master, we are perishing. Then He arose and rebuked the wind and the raging of the water, and they ceased. And there was a calm. Verse 25, Jesus said to them and said, Where is your faith? You see, the disciples were so focused on the wind and the waves that they forgot that the Lord Jehovah Shalom was in the same boat with them. Peace was in the boat. Friends, are you like the disciples? A sudden windstorm comes upon you. It could be a crisis in your marriage, career or health. And you feel as though God is absent, fallen asleep. Doesn't God care about my situation? Where is He? But what we don't realise is that He is very near. The Holy Spirit dwells with you and He dwells in you. How long? Forever. If only you will give Him attention. Become aware of His presence. His peace will envelope and calm every storm in your life. Won't you give the Lord praise? <laughs> Hallelujah. You know what? Recently, I did a procedure to remove a cyst from my body. It was the first time I went for surgery. Now, before the operation, the nurse checked my heartbeat. My heart rate was only at 48 beats per minute. Now, it's, it's pretty low. Now, this might be because I exercise regularly. I used to be a PTI, a physical training instructor in the army. Yeah. But now a bit older, no? 
But more importantly, I had peace in my heart. Now, in the operating theatre, they gave me local anesthesia. The doctors started cutting and removing the seats. I was awake all throughout. Now, throughout operation, I could hear the snipping sound of the scissors, the cutting of the flesh. You can feel the tugging of the needle and the thread, right? Now, I was a little nervous, yet I was conscious of the presence of God with me. I kept thinking about God. I thought about Psalms 23 and verse 4. Yea, though I walk through the valley of shadow of death, I fear no evil because you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You know what? Now and then, the nurse would come and check my heart rate. Now, the highest it went was around 50 plus beats per minute. Still very low. Why? I was in peace and peace was in me. Where can you find the peace of God? Where the presence of the Holy Spirit is, there is peace. Friends, when you are in trouble, what do you focus on? What do you remember? What do you give attention to? You see, in fact, it was interesting. I was reading the scripture again this morning. Jesus asked the disciples, where is your faith? That means, where do you put your faith? What are you believing? Are you believing that the storm will drown you? Or are you believing that the shalom, Jehovah shalom, the peace who is in the boat will deliver you? Where is your peace? Here or here? Are you awoke to the presence of the Holy Spirit? You see, in turmoil, when you are going through trouble, the real labour is to remain awake to His presence because He is your peace. So how can we practically experience the peace of God? There are two practical things that you can do. Number one, put on the mind of the Spirit. Put on the mind of the Spirit. You see, Romans chapter 8, verse 5, verse 6, the Berean study Bible says this, those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh, but those who live according to the Spirit set their minds on the things of the Spirit. The mind of the flesh is death, but the mind of the Spirit is life and peace. How can we walk in a constant atmosphere of peace? Set your mind on the things of the Spirit. Be of the same mind of the Holy Spirit. You see, the phrase here, set their minds, is in present active tense. Now, what does that mean? It means the action happens in the present, today, now. As such, choosing to put on the same mind as the Holy Spirit is a daily action, daily present action. It is not something you do once in the past. It is a daily exercise. Can you turn to your neighbour, tell your neighbour, daily exercise. What is in the mind of the Holy Spirit, you may say? How do we know what He thinks? How do I know what are His thoughts to have the same mind as Him? Well, the answer is the Bible. The Bible. You see, in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16, it says, All Scripture is given by the inspiration of God. But how does this inspiration happen? 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 20 says, Prophecy of Scripture never came by the will of man, but holy men of God spoke as they were moved 
inspired by the Holy Spirit. As such, the Holy Spirit is the divine author of all Scripture. Or simply puts it, the contents in the Bible are the thoughts and the mind of the Holy Spirit expressed in written form. So if you know and understand the Scriptures, you know and understand the mind of the Spirit. So each time when you read the Bible, meditate on the Bible, memorize Scriptures, you literally, you are putting on the mind of the Spirit, aligning your thoughts to His thoughts. And as you do so, you will experience life and peace. Put on the mind of the Spirit. Psalms chapter 1, it says, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. Now notice, it says, This man chose not to walk in the ways of the ungodly. That means you can choose. Everybody save me, I can choose. You can choose not to think those thoughts of sinners or the scornful, but rather you do verse 2. Verse 2 says, His delight is in the law of the Lord, and in His law He meditates day and night. That means it's a present action. When you choose to put on the mind of the Spirit by meditating on the Word of God, you will be blessed. You will experience life and peace, City Harvest. You see, I have a member in the Chinese service by the name of Jeremy. Jeremy. Now, when Jeremy was 18 years old, he started taking drugs. And for the next 35 years, how long? 35 years. He became a drug addict. He was arrested by the police, sentenced to prison for seven times. He was disowned by his family and forbidden from visiting them. Jeremy tried quitting drugs many times. He sought rehabilitation centers for help and was admitted into the Institute of Mental Health, IMH, 11 times. But yet, he kept failing and returned to drugs again and again. His heart was filled with frustration, guilt and shame. The internal turmoil and conflict drove him into severe depression. In 2016, he attempted to end his life by drinking poison. But thank God, the doctors managed to rescue him. When Jeremy was in the hospital, he called a pastor to help him. The pastor told him, as long as you are willing to choose to change your mind, walk with Jesus, there is always hope. So after his discharge, Jeremy went to the new Caris missions. He started focusing his mind on the Word of God. Every day, he would meditate and confess the Scriptures. Scriptures like, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. He would tell himself, I am a new man. My old life of shame and guilt have passed away. Now, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. In Christ, I can overcome drug addiction. You know what? Day by day, he found life and peace. The peace of God filling his heart and mind. He was set free from all the internal turmoil of guilt and shame. And by the power of the Holy Spirit, he was set free from drug addiction. And the peace of God within him gave him the courage to seek forgiveness and reconciliation with his family. You know what? Today, he and his dad are like best buddies. Dad often call him 
to come home for fellowship. Now, what was even more amazing was that end last year, a few months ago, God gave Jeremy a beautiful wife. Yes, he got married at 58 years old. Oh, won't you clap your hands and give God a shout of praise. Hallelujah. You see, friends, is there turmoil in your life? Failure, anxiety, shame, depression are waging a relentless war on your inside. You may be smiling on the outside, but you have no life and peace in your soul. But today, the Holy Spirit is here and in His presence is life and peace. Put on the mind of the Spirit. Remember, give attention to, be awakened to His Word. You see, when you are in trouble, choose, you can choose. Everybody save me again, I can choose. When you are in trouble, you can choose to focus whether on the trouble or on the Scripture. Choose to focus on Scripture. Scripture like Isaiah 63 and verse 9, when he says, in, my in all my troubles, he was troubled too. He didn't send someone else to help me. He did it himself, in person, out of his love and pity. He redeemed me. He rescued me, carried me along for a long, long time. Speak to yourself. Remind yourself that the Holy Spirit loves me. He cares for me. He has come personally to help me, to rescue me, to carry me for a long, long time in all my troubles. Put on the mind of the Spirit. When you are afraid, don't focus on the fear. Focus on the Scriptures. Scripture like Psalms 27 and verse 1. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Speak to yourself. Remind yourself. Be awakened to His presence. Tell yourself, God is my light. He will turn every dark situation around. He is my salvation. Surely He will save me and deliver me. Amen. And when you do that, what are you doing? Putting on the mind of the Spirit. And the life and peace of God will fill your heart and your mind. Won't you give the Lord praise? <laughs> Hallelujah. Church, the Holy Spirit will not force you to listen to Him. He will not force His mind on you. You have to choose. Can we all say it together, choose? You have to choose. You see, think about this. The Holy Spirit has chosen to abide with you forever, to spend eternity with you. Of all the places in the whole universe, He can choose. He can choose to be in Jupiter, Mercury, Mars, Moon. But yet, of all these places in the whole universe, He chose you to be in you, to dwell with you. How long? Forever. 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 I can be very boring, Lord. But yet, He said, it doesn't matter, I have chosen you. Won't you choose Him? My plea with you, City Harvest, is that won't you choose Him just as He has chosen you? Choose His mind. Choose His thoughts. Choose the Holy Spirit. Amen? Won't you give Him a big hand clap? if you love the Holy Spirit. <laughs> Hallelujah. Put on the mind of the Spirit. How can we practically experience the peace of God? Number two, 
in every situation, pray. Philippians chapter 4, it says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God, and the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Oh, friends, the Bible is telling us we can either be anxious or we can trust in God. We can have our hearts and minds full of the cares of this world or we can pray. You know what? Prayer is the place of exchange. A place where you give God your anxieties, worries and fears. And in exchange, you invite God, Jehovah Shalom, to come. You receive Him into every situation of your life. So there is a giving of anxiety, but there is a receiving of Jehovah Shalom. And you know what? God answers prayer. Remember when the disciples in the boat, right? They were in the boat with Jesus. And when they cried out to Jesus for help, the Bible says Jesus responded immediately. He rebuked the wind and the waves and the storm ceased and there was a great calm. God answers prayers. Look at Psalms 91. Psalms 91, verse 15. It says, He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honour him. Notice, the Bible promised that God will answer in trouble, in times of trouble. He will deliver. But first, what must you do? Look at the first phrase. He shall call upon me. First, you must pray. In fact, when you study the word call, it is very interesting. The word call here in Hebrew is the word korah. Now, korah is made out of three Hebrew alphabets. Kof, Resh, and Aleph. Now, in Hebrew, you read from right to left. Now, these alphabets were derived from ancient pictures, carvings, which gave them its meaning very much like the Chinese words or character that we have. For example, in Chinese, the word for mouth is what? Ko. How do you write ko? Ko, leh? Why picture? It's a pictorial language. So here, you have ko ra. It is made out of three pictures. Kof. It's the back of a man's head. So you can see a circle with two ears. The back of a man's head. Then you have resh, which is the side view of a man's head. Then you have aleph, which is the picture of an ox, which signifies strength. It speaks of God, the Almighty One. So what do you mean by call? You read from right to left. Call, to call on, upon the Lord, to call on the Lord means instead of looking at yourself, instead of relying on your own strength, resources, ability, you now turn, give attention to, remember, be awakened to the one who is almighty, the one who is strong, the one who has the power to lift your burdens. This is called calling upon the Lord. This is called prayer. It is a picture of coming into oneness with God. You see, prayer is turning from self, turning your eyes from the situations all around you to become conscious of God and be united with Him. Church, the Lord is near. He is here. Therefore, do not be anxious about anything. But in every situation, by prayer, petition, Korah, 
Turn from your own ability and turn to God. Present your request to Him. And the God of peace, who transcends all circumstance, transcends all understanding, will come and guard your heart and mind in the name of Jesus. He is your peace. Amen? I have a member by the name of Anna, who is a single mom. Now, she stayed in a two-room flat with her two children. A few years ago, Anna met Rupert, and soon they decided to get married. Now, however, with the two children growing into their teens, they don't have enough space. As such, in 2019, Anna began to pray and commit this burden to the Lord. She prayed specifically to the Lord for a four-room flat so that her son, her daughter, could have their own rooms while she and Rupert could have theirs. However, both husband and wife were not earning much. Rupert served in a charity while Anna worked as a cleaner. Now, both of them didn't have much savings in their CPF. Now, based on their own natural abilities and in the current housing market, getting a new four-room BTO flat is almost impossible. However, Anna chose to cast all her cares and worries to the Lord in prayer. Korah. She would often pray Psalms 23, The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. She would give her time faithfully and trust God to provide for her every need. So after praying, last year, last year, they decided to take a step of faith to apply for a new BTO sales of balance flat. And you know what? God answered their prayers. They only applied twice and got a four-room flat in the preferred location that they wanted. Now, not, not only that, what's even more amazing was that due to the recent spike in the price of the resale HDB flats, Anna managed to sell her two-room flat at a very good price. Now, the sale proceeds plus their little savings plus the HDB grant completely offset the entire cost of their four-room new BTO flat. So what happened? They, they, they exchanged a two-room flat for a brand new four-room flat without taking any other loans. Debt-free. Wow. Wow. What did they do? Well, what Anna did was exchange her anxiety for the peace of God in prayer. And God exceeded her expectations because God transcends all understanding. The secret to experiencing the peace of God that surpasses all natural understanding is prayer. Can we all say together, prayer? Church, won't you surrender all your anxieties, all your worries, all your concerns to the Lord in prayer? Let the Holy Spirit fill your heart, fill your mind with His divine peace. One more, one more practical tip on prayer I want to share with you. Now, I know many of us here, believers, those online, you want to pray. But very often, we did not get started. You didn't get started because you do not know how or what to do. What should I say? I am not good at expressing myself. What should I pray to God? You see, friends, prayer is conversation with God. Now, like in every conversation, you have to acquire the language and the skills. Let me share with you a funny story to illustrate this. Now, growing up, I was very weak in language and communication skills. I had difficulty expressing myself. 
when I first wanted to ask my wife, Cindy, that time we were patoying, right? I want to ask her out for a date. I didn't know what to say. In my heart, I knew what I wanted, but I didn't have the words to express it. So one day, when I was talking to Sun, she asked me if I liked Cindy and wanted to pursue this relationship. I said, yes. I said, but I don't know how to approach her. So right then, she suggested a few phrases, a few lines for me to express my feelings to Cindy, right? Now, when I heard it, I told Sun, I said, you said it so well. It is exactly what I wanted to say, express. So immediately, I, I took out a, a pen, a paper, and I asked Sun, can you repeat it one more time so that I can write it down word for word? True story, true story. So I went home with the notes in my hand, and I practiced those lines again and again. Then, I decided to call Cindy, with, again with my notes in, in, in hand, I repeated those words, word for words to her. But of course, when I say it, I meant every word with all my heart. Now, now, this is the same when you pray to God. Conversation. You see, recently, I repeated, I, I reflected on my journey on praying in Chinese. Now, when I first prayed in Chinese, more than 10 years ago, I didn't have the language or the words or the phrase to have a proper conversation with, with Jesus. It, is, it was usually, oh, Tua, hallelujah, amen. That's all, that's all. But do I have things to tell the Lord? Yes. Do I have things feeling on the inside? Yes. But I don't know how to say, what to say. I don't have the language nor the skills. So what happened? I consulted the Bible, especially the psalmist, because many of the psalms are prayers and cries of writers with expressing their emotions and innermost thoughts in every situation of life. So, Often, when I read them, my heart resonates. I say, ah, ah, that's exactly what I want to say. So I took out paper and pen. I took notes and I memorized their words. I memorized those lines and used those words from the psalm to pray in Chinese. Take for example, one that I often pray, Psalms 63. Let me read it to you in English first. In English, it says, Oh God, you are my God. Early will I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh longs for you. In a dry and thirsty land where there is no water. So I look for you in the sanctuary to see your glory and your power. The Chinese version. Let me read to you. It says, Sena. I said, ah. I said, ah. I said, that's exactly what I want. I tell the Lord, I curse young Nila to curse young Nila. In English, it means I missed you so much. I long for you, Lord. So I've learned to pray. And you know what? Each time when I repeat those lines, I mean every word, every word I say. And over the past 10 years, I have accumulated a wealth of Chinese phrases and lines. Right now, I enjoy talking to God in Chinese. Even in my quiet time, I pray in Chinese more and more. The more I pray, the more I felt myself being enveloped in the peace of God. Because prayer is the place of exchange. Amen.
Church, the Lord is near. The Lord is here. The Holy Spirit is dwelling with us and in us. But maybe for some of us, you feel that the Lord is so far. You're just too overwhelmed by the crisis at home, the crisis at work. You're drowned by all the negative voices and depressing emotions. All you can see are troubles and turmoil. But today, the Holy Spirit is here just like in the beginning when the earth was without form and void. Darkness was on the face of the deep. But the Spirit of God was hovering over the chaos. You must be awakened. Oh, be awakened to His presence. Two practical things you can do. Number one, put on the mind of the Spirit. Number two, in every situation, pray. Invite the Holy Spirit into every situation of your life. And when you do so, life and peace, the shalom of God will fill your hearts. Amen? Won't you give the Lord a big hand clap? Give Him praise. Hallelujah. Shall we all stand to our feet? I can sense the presence of the Holy Spirit here. How many of you, you want to choose the Holy Spirit? He has chosen you. Won't you open your heart and invite Him? Come, Holy Spirit. Every situation of my life. Won't you choose to focus your mind on Him? Remember Him. Give Him attention. Be awakened to His abiding presence. Wherever you are, if that's you, won't you just lift your hands and talk to the Lord. Talk to the Holy Spirit. He is here with us. You can choose, choose Him, choose the Holy Spirit. Choose the Scripture, choose the Word of God, choose His mind. It's a daily exercise, even right now. At home, those that's watching at home, choose, choose to think about Him. Something is happening. There's nothing worth more than will ever come close. No thing can compare. You're our living hope. Your presence, Lord. Tasted and seen of the sweetest of love when my heart becomes free and my shame is undone. Your presence,
Lord is here. Where is your faith? Where do you put your faith? What do you believe? What are you seeing? Choose the Holy Spirit. Some of us have been sinking in your heart, drowning by all the anxieties, fears, and worries. And the Lord cares when you are troubled. He's troubled with you. He's troubled too. He's concerned. And He is with you. He, he has never left. But today, be awakened. Open your eyes, the eyes of your heart. Open your eyes and see. Jehovah Shalom is here in you, dwelling with you forever. It's a daily exercise. Right now, we have to choose. And when you do that, something happens. His peace, His life floods your soul. I wonder how many of us here, you see, Pastor, You're speaking about me. I want to be free. I want to be free from this shame and guilt. I want to be free from that condemnation. I want to be free from the war that's going on in my soul. This morning, let's practice. Let's put on the mind of the Spirit. Let's choose Him. If that's you, wherever you are here on site or those online, won't you just lift your hands to the Holy Spirit? Say together with me, Holy Spirit, I welcome you. You are my light. You are my salvation. I will not fear. You will turn every sorrow into joy. Every morning into dancing. You are the strength of my heart. You are the strength of my heart. I can do all things. I can do all things. Through Christ. Through Christ. Through you. Through you. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Won't you just talk to the Lord right now? Talk to the Lord right now. Give Him all your anxieties. Give Him all your fears, all your worries. Every spirit of despair, give him all your despair and depression. Every spirit of despair, spirit of depression, go in Jesus' name. The burden, that weight that's in the heart, that's drowning you, go, go in Jesus' name. Ala gala 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 g
Miracles of God is here. Peace of God is here. But you know what? This shalom is not just a calm in your heart. The shalom of God penetrates every dimension of our life. It brings healing to our soul, healing to our body. Every sickness, every disease will have to go because of the shalom of God. The provision will come. Your breakthrough will come because the Lord is the one who will calm every storm. He will turn every chaos into order. He will turn every darkness into light. Life will come into your body. Life will come into your marriage. Life will come into your family. Life will come into your business again. Shalom. Shalom. This morning, I want to believe together with you for your miracles. If you are comfortable, I want you to hold hands with your neighbors. Because the Bible says the place of agreement is the place of power. As believers, when we lay hands on the sick, the sick shall recover. If you are sick in your body, even as your neighbor, as the body of Christ, we touch each other, something will happen. Because this is the body of Christ. Healing will take place. Won't you go ahead and pray for one another right now, church? Release your prayer. Every cancer be healed. Heart disease be healed. Kidney problem, liver issues be healed. Every blood disease be healed. Arthritis be healed. Every pain in the body, migraine headaches, go in Jesus' name. We find every sickness, we find every disease. Leave, go. Always speak to the mountain of death, every financial burden. The mountain of death in the name of Jesus. Go! 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 Sikiri dry and thirsty land our eyes are on you Lord so we have come to your sanctuary to this place in your house to see your glory to see your power to remember to give attention to 
to be awakened to your presence, Jehovah Shalom. So Lord, I pray for your blessing upon all my brothers and sisters. I pray for City Harvest Church. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, may the love of God our Father, may the communion, the presence of the Holy Spirit be with us all, every day, active, present, from now and forevermore. In Jesus' wonderful name we pray. And all God's people say, Amen. Oh, City Harvest, won't you clap your hands, all you people? Shout to God with a voice of triumph. Hallelujah. Somebody shout hallelujah. the Lord is with you, church. Shalom. Shall we all say together, Shalom. Shalom. May the peace of God be with us all. Amen. Well, church, thank you for having church together in this manner. What a powerful presence of God. I know that something great is going to happen to you this week. Amen. Well, our service is over. Our fellowship has just begun. Have a great weekend ahead. Amen. And that's the end of this week's podcast. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Email us at connect at chc.org.sg 